0: hello and welcome to the solo salon owner podcast today is heading into the end of may we're getting close to memorial day weekend and it is a time where service providers either take some time off for themselves because it gets a little slow for some services this weekend or they take the opportunity to make some extra cash I hope whichever one you choose, you have a very successful and not stressful weekend. Um, Me personally, we're taking some time to do some projects and relax, hopefully to have a sunny weekend. I'm looking forward to actually three days in a row off. So one of the things that we typically do Memorial Day weekend is we do some movie watching. And you know, with all the streaming, Stuff and we've been watching hockey playoffs. There's commercials, you know, those dreaded commercials are being added on to all different kinds of streaming applications. And I was reminded about the holidays and all of the sales that happen. There's always sales and enticements to spend money. And one of the most disliked ads that I see regularly, are ads for cell phones and ads for cable companies. And it seems to me that those types of companies offer a lot of incentives to new clients. But as a current client, when you call, you don't qualify for the incentives. Why doesn't everyone get the same deal? Why are these companies only wanting new customers when they don't appreciate the current customers they have. And that brings me to today's subject, we're going to break down attracting new clients and appreciating who already is sitting in our chair. As service providers, we spend a lot of time and energy on social media to attract new clients, even though we may have a completely full book of loyal people who adore us when you make an offer to a new client how does that differ from giving a bonus to a current client do your new clients get better deals or benefits or offers acquiring a new customer can cost five times more than retaining an existing customer increasing customer retention by five percent can increase your profits from 25 to 90%. The success rate of selling to a customer you already have is 60 to 70%. On the flip side, the success rate of selling to a new customer is only 5 to 20%. Those are the statistics according to Google, the Googly. So existing clients see you as an expert. They trust that your services will be great and that your advice is top notch. By returning over and over again, they show you how loyal they are to you. So in saying that, you know, we're spending all this time trying to sell and get new clients in the chair, and it's so difficult. So why aren't we taking and investing our time and energy into the clients that we already have, that are loyal to us. A perfect example of this is if you have a product, let's say you have a foot cream. You've used the foot cream for years, you've understood the benefits, you know why it works so well. So your client that's sitting in your chair, you recommend that foot cream to them. You show them how it works, they get to smell it, touch it, see it. They understand the benefits because you're educating them on that product. They're 60 to 70% more likely to purchase that product from you. Instead of you posting endless posts on Instagram about this foot cream, trying to tell people how great it is. You know, it's great. Your clients that You're using it on, know it's great. But the people that aren't your clients, they don't know it's that great. They take a lot of convincing, which is why very few of them will just come along and buy that product. So, knowing who your target is um, and showing them the value of your products and services is so much more worth your time and energy. A lot of companies focus on the old notion that it costs five times more to get a new customer, but in doing so, they lose the focus on what really matters, which is connecting with customers and delivering value, both now and in the future. The most successful companies find a balance between these two costs. And when you consider how much to spend to create or retain customers, it's important to consider a customer's lifetime value, or CLV for short. The number is different for every company, and companies that consider the potential of a customer for the future and the relationship with that customer, they're usually better off. For example, I have been in this location that I'm in for just under a year, but I have clients that have been with me faithfully for 15 years. Being in this area for 15 years and giving people an outstanding service has built my book. They have followed me to multiple locations, they've left reviews, they've given recommendations, they are your sales service. and. When they are your sales force it's a huge value to you because it's less time and energy that you're taking to get new customers I was so lucky to have these people as my sales force when I moved to my location that I'm in just over a year ago because I literally did not have to advertise I did not have to post and they knew that I would have some open slots Because we had conversations about what was going to become available and they sent people to me. They knew people who had been looking for services. It was just waiting for the time to be right and for the location to be right. So what would you rather focus on? New clients or existing clients? Our business in the beauty industry is person to person and relationship is everything repeat customers spend more money. It's just a fact. According to RJ Metrics, they spend 300 percent more money. Not only are your repeat customers purchasing more over time than new customers, but they're more likely to trust you enough to purchase your more expensive products and services. So knowing this, who should you give more benefits to? New customers, or current customers I see a lot of people doing discounting to attract new customers and it can work when I was first building my book I did entice people with a discount 15 years ago that discount was $5 off any service which it equaled to a little bit of free nail art or um, an upgraded pedicure but I gave the clients that I liked who were sitting in my chair a $10 gift card to use towards whatever they wanted product or service when they referred me a new client what do you think I gave out more of definitely gave out more $10 gift cards when you discount and discount and discount the people that are just waiting for a deal, they put off purchasing, or they'll, they'll see that you've, you're going to discount services, so they'll cancel their current pedicure and wait to fall in the parameters of that discounted pedicure that you're advertising. I refer to this as panic pricing. Panic pricing is pulling the discount lever too often, too much, and without thinking of any of the alternatives. Buyers are drawn to that insecurity and desperation like sharks are drawn to blood in the water. So the first thing you must be able to do is manage your desperation. Even if desperation is not there, many buyers have figured out how to create it. The easiest trick is to delay a purchase, like I said. The longer they wait, the more desperate salespeople become. This type of desperation makes people poor negotiators Um, because they're too anxious to close a deal and they're willing to make any concession to get an order. So when you are discounting, you're seen more as a salesperson than a service provider. And that can be a problem because even though we are selling ourselves and selling a service in our business, the compensation is so different because Of how we are priced and the expenses that come along with maintaining a good business. What's better having a client that sits in your chair one time or having a client that sits in your chair one time a month for 15 years. How do you retain that kind of a client? Retaining a client that is of value that is a relationship client All comes down to your experience. Here we are in this post-COVID environment and the experience is more important than ever to customers who have been rattled by this virus. So retaining involves not only your skills but how they feel when they enter your space. Your skills are important. You do need to give an outstanding service. You need to under and over deliver. Every client is a queen in your chair and all of your attention should be focused on them. So if you're not retaining clients or if you have a tendency to see a client once or twice and then they don't come back, you need to evaluate everything about your service. Do you need some technical training? Do you need to just practice? Do you need to look around and see the cleanliness of your environment? Because cleanliness, especially post-pandemic, is huge. If you're not clean after going through COVID-19, you're doing something wrong. Evaluate your services. Evaluate your space. Make sure that your space smells good, it looks good. It cannot be dirty, it must be clean. How does it smell, how does it sound, how does it look? In your environment, is it quiet and peaceful or is it noisy and active? When it comes to evaluating your services, are you confident Or are you egotistical? Because there is a difference. When you have a client in your chair, you can be confident about your services, but your ego doesn't have to play into that. Sometimes you need to be a little bit more humble about what you can and can't do for that person. When you're speaking with clients, are you negative? Do you talk too much about yourself? Do you complain a lot? These types of things all make a difference how do you look do you look professional are you unkept like you just rolled out of bed and put on your slippers and leggings and went to work or are you made up a little bit of makeup looking fresh looking clean clothes that aren't worn torn and looking like they need to go to Goodwill Image is everything. We are in the image business. So when you don't make an effort to look like you're a part of the beauty business, you may not be taken seriously. In my environment, I'm in a single studio salon. And so when I change things up, it's usually because I'm having a change of services. I might change up colors or artwork for one season to another, but mostly I change up the scent of the room. For example, right now it's May, I'm doing citrusy, coconutty type of scents in my little diffuser. Not too overwhelming, but just lightly for a few minutes every once in a while so that it smells fresh. The music I play is different for pedicures versus nail services. When I have a pedicure, I'll put on some salon or spa music. When I have a manicure, I'll make it a little bit edgier, maybe some 80s or 60s, 70s mix. Um, Or I'll put on a TV show. If I have someone who I know does not relax their hands very well, the TV is behind me so I can't see it but they can watch and be distracted so that it's more relaxing. Another thing about your services that you have to realize is that not everyone is in the same mood that you are in. Sometimes you're not in a good mood and people coming in are in a very good mood and it can get a little annoying when that happens, but you have to level up to them and reflect off of them. But every once in a while, you have to be able to recognize when someone is not comfortable. If it's a new client and they're quiet and cringing or reacting like they're having some pain or discomfort in the service, you have to recognize that and figure out what you can do to make them feel more comfortable. Have you ever had someone cry in your chair? I've had that happen, I can't even tell you how many times if someone's having a bad day you never know what's going to set them off it could be something on the tv that makes them cry who knows but i've had clients go through divorces i've had clients go through death in the family i've had clients lose their job it's inevitable that every once in a while you're going to get a crier in your chair you have to be able to flex and switch things up in order to make that service comfortable for them. So final words is don't just discount to attract new clients. Discount with a purpose. Make sure it's for a limited time. Make sure there is a sense of urgency. For example, you could do a Flash Friday sale kind of like a countdown game okay everybody that goes online to book before 10 p.m. gets this dollar off or gets this free cuticle oil you could do a package during the winter Um, I often do paraffin packages but I give a time limit of when they can be purchased and when they can be used. You have to create a sense of urgency in order to get people to react. And if you make it sound like there's only a limited amount, nine out of 10 times, people are gonna react quicker. If you say, I'm only giving five of these paraffin packages away for this price, um, you're most likely gonna sell out of those. And paraffin is a great add-on to any pedicure because you put the paraffin on their hands and then they sit in the pedicure and it's total relaxation. Most of those services for me when I do those are usually silent services because people are literally falling asleep in the chair. So in my final thoughts, I just want to place this out there. When you go for your own service, when you go to get your haircut, or when you go out to eat or when you go out for something special, where's the last place that you went that you absolutely loved and could go every day if you had the money? What did it smell like? What did it look like? What did it feel like? What did they do to make you feel special? What was their outstanding service point? how can you incorporate that into your own business model? How can you provide that wow experience for every single client? If you have any questions, concerns, questions about pricing packages or building your book, you can contact me at any time or leave a comment. If you have a story to share, I'd love to hear it. Um, You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok under Solo Salon Owner. And we do have a Facebook group called Solo Salon Owners where I do post things pretty frequently as far as things in the industry, trends, service issues, and even product sales. So please find us. Please follow us and answer the membership questions. And we will see you next week. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Bye. And